Welcome to the Home Medic. You are listening to the segment on birds and bats. Welcome to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet, your family out of the hospital. Cheryl Church. Hello. Family out of the hospital. You've got so much money that, you know, that's not a problem. Oh, but I, so much. Yeah. So much. She's the very <laughs> successful owner of this massive hotel chain. No, I'm the owner of a mom and pop motel that have 20 rooms. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can stretch the truth a little. I want to talk about birds and swallows, especially in this segment. I go back to the first time that I had a swallow decide that my home was his home. Order is reversed on this. I moved into a home and the swallows, many of them, had already decided that my home or that its home was its and that I was the intruder. I had to take steps to let them know that the order was reversed and that was my home. And then I had to disinvite these swallows. Now, the immediate objection was that these swallows were pretty and they were cute and they weren't causing a problem and that I should live and let live. So what was happening in that particular house? You know, I bought a home that was abused. You know, everything was wrong in this home. We had this fake stone that was falling off checkerboard style. It was a purple-black stucco with a blackish-gray fake stone on the outside, and on the inside, it got even prettier. So, you know, you can imagine that kind of home. It looked like it was straight out of a haunted house movie. And so as part what, of that... Was that the attraction? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that sort of individual. I go looking for the homes that... It's perfect. <laughs> you know, I actually had my realtor tell me, don't buy this house. When You know it's bad when your realtor says, I'm afraid of this house. Yeah, but then you said, oh, I'll show you. <laughs> Yeah, maybe he knew my psychology. You know, being the home inspector, I know what I can handle and what I can't. So I bought the home and it ended up doing fabulously well for me. I ended up with quite a bit of equity as a result of taking care of the issues, big and small, that that home had. Most of them. So part of this home's issues is the soffit. Now, if you look at the drip line of the house, the eaves, you've got fascia and soffit. Fascia is what faces you. Soffit is what's underneath. And so you have birds that had gotten used to the fact that the soffit was not there. So they'd go flying in and, and just expect to be able to land in the same place they'd landed a hundred times before. The only thing was that I had placed some brand new soffit there. So they go bang in their head. And this happens over and over again. You know, these birds apparently aren't very smart because one or two or ten episodes of banging their head on this brand new soffit, they didn't learn. Or maybe there was just a thousand birds in there. I don't know. But to my lovely wife, for one, didn't decided she didn't care for that because as you wake up, you're hearing these birds going click 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 all over to their nest, and then the baby birds chirping, and it's kind of like living right next to a rooster, and that's click 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 as they go back out. That's one problem. Then, as you get all this multitude of nests that are going on in the eaves, uh, you're starting to get things like bird urine, and we're going to go down that path. There was a home I did as a home inspector. I was called out there. They knew that a wall was wet, and they called me out to figure out why it was wet. 
And so I went out there, and sure enough, this wall was wet. And my next thing is, you know, where there's wet walls, there can be mold, there can be termites, there can be rot. And so I go just feeling along the wall, and sure enough, there was a termite colony that was eating away the paper, the wet paper, behind the paint and in front of the gypsum. And these termite workers, as I ran my hand along this wall, I was lightly squashing those workers, and you could hear them actually squeal. (laughs) (laughs) So now in addition to a wet wall, we have termites, and I'm thinking, okay, I need to go find the reason why this wall is wet. And it was an outer wall. It was the south wall of the property. There was no plumbing in the area, so I knew we didn't have a plumbing leak. And I went up on the roof, and the roof was in great shape. There was no interfaces. There was no vents. There was nothing up there. So then at this point, I start to grin because I start to have an idea of what's going on. I got into the attic, and sure enough, we had this massive bird condo where the hay had actually been built up, I'm going to say about three or four feet. And it was probably, I'm going to say, 12 to 14 feet long where you had hundreds of birds that were living in this hay. And so guess what was getting the wall wet? It was... (laughs) It was bird urine that was causing the wall to be soaked that was causing the termites to happen. Uh. (laughs) So this is why, you know, just in case you were that person who was listening and thinking, okay, you evil human being, you should have just allowed the birds to be in your eaves. These are the kind of things that can happen when you've got birds inside your attic. I mean, seriously, this is very insightful, you know, because in my home, and I live in an <laughs> older home, and I know that there's a little section where I hear birds. And I think, you know, and in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, there's a sweet little home of little birds living right there, and I'm not imagining, you know, <laughs> a whole colony of birds right there. Right. It's great to have the bird nests outside, but inside the house... Probably not. All this time I thought my house was haunted. I think it might just be birds. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Birds, ghosts, not quite the same thing. I don't know. That's a different podcast. (laughs) Depending on the ghost you have, it might be better to have the ghost than the bird. So you've got this massive bird condo going there. And again, kind of like with the bats, you've got to eliminate the reason why they're there. I mean, the birds are critters. They're looking for food and shelter. And obviously, again, there's no food up there in your attic, but there is shelter. No, and they're really good at just bringing their own food. Yeah, yeah. Now, another one of my buddy's stories, he actually was in a home where he got up into the attic and there was a snake up there. Really? Big old boa. And that boa was actually looking for food because this boa was following the mice. Another one of the stories I have, you know, I've told this one in another podcast as well, but this was a candle factory where they called me because everybody was going to the hospital. They called me thinking that they had a mold problem and they wondered if the problem was really part of chemicals they were using in making candles. I went out there and I got looking around and I quickly found that we had a mouse and raccoon problem and that it was the urine and feces on these uh, acoustic ceiling tiles that was sending everybody to the hospital. And, you know, we're not talking about a single visit by one of the employees. We were talking about repeated visits by most of the employees. And, you know, they were losing very valuable employees that they couldn't afford to lose. In that case, they actually ended up walking away from about a half million dollars in improvements, and then they moved to California. 
talking about $10, $10,000 fix. For those guys, the fix, again, is just finding and eliminating the way that the critters are getting in. Again, in this case, if you're talking birds, we're just going to want to screen that or finish the siding or, you know, maybe you've got a hole in the masonry, whatever it is, we've got to identify that and eliminate that. Okay. There's one other story I want to use just to fully flesh this out. The home that I used to live in, and I've seen this sort of thing happen. Actually, i got a couple stories I need to do. The home that I used to live in had kind of a cove area where you can walk in and you can knock on the door and you're covered by a little bit of roof so that you're not being rained on while you're waiting for me to open the door. And the birds thought that was awesome. They went into the outer corners up near the ceiling and they started making nests. You've seen this. (laughs) And I looked at those things and I had the scowl on my face and my lovely wife says, you know, they're not harming anything. Exactly. Let them be. So let them be is what I did that year. Yes, the chicks were cute and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But, and this especially happens with swallows, every time we had guests come to the door, the guests would startle the bird and the bird would startle the guests. And (laughs) this added to the whole Adams family theme (laughs) as people were coming to that house. (laughs) 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 It's like... You want to come to my house? Well, meet my attack bird. (laughs) So, you know, fair warning if you've got that happening. Now, in an area like where I live in now, you can get those same sorts of birds. And where there's one, all of their friend birds are going to want to move in too. And you can have a house be taken over. You have these nests that can go 20 deep. I will see this in areas near the river that's not too far away from us. And the bridges will be just lined on the underside with these bird nests. That's their space at this point. I don't think anybody's going to do anything about that. So just be aware that if you're going to allow these birds there, there is a price to pay for that, especially when the chicks are young, Mm -hmm. barely hatched. One last story. This is one of my favorite bird stories. I went and did a foreclosure Again, the home was fairly old. It was on maybe two-tenths of an acre, and there was this massive tree out in the front yard where apparently a number of the birds were nesting. In this case, you had a bird that had decided that this home was belonging to that bird. It had title. You know, it was making the house payment. It owned this house, and I was not welcome. (laughs) So you've got this little cove-type area, the covered space, and again, above and just inside, you've got this brand-new nest with the chick, and these two birds were going to defend that. I went out there. I actually got driven off the property. <laughs> that if bird, only that was on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> that bird was dive-bombing me. He was coming straight at me. I think he figured I was a cat, and he was going to make sure that I was not allowed on that property. <laughs> Funny thing was, the second time that I came back, that bird recognized me, and he was still dive-bombing me. He was leaving the buyer who was standing right next to me alone. <laughs> it was personal. <laughs> <laughs> it was very personal. The buyer was going, wow, you know, (laughs) he was amazed. But uh, the second time I came armed with a paintball gun and (laughs) I tried taking a couple of shots. I really wish it was on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I actually tried taking a couple shots of this bird, and he was it was like he was kamikazeing me. He was coming straight down from a forty five degree angle. He and I were facing each other, and you know I figured I was protected enough. I had a pair of glasses on and a hat, and I figured that was good enough. <laughs> but soon enough you know after this one bird is dive bombing me the next thing i know we got two dozen birds in the area and they're all just circling me (laughs) and all of a sudden you felt like you were in an alfred hitchcock movie (laughs) yes yeah movies (laughs) old movies start to come to mind and so you know i I marched over to this alcove area near the front door and sure enough there was this nest and i what i'm about to admit is let's just say that i didn't do this what i didn't do is i didn't take my paintball gun and i didn't shoot down the bird nest and then the bird nest did not fall and then the parents did not go rescue the bird and then everybody lived happily ever after (laughs) deniability After that, I was able to do my inspection in peace. I did the exterior, I did the roof, I did the interior, and and everybody was happy after that. Okay, master of your mansion, we might want to skip that, except for perhaps you probably don't need... Well, let's let's not skip that. Let's cover that briefly. What does your mansion look like this time around? What level of birdage are you going to have in your mansion, Cheryl? (laughs) Well, I'm not going to have any birds in my mansion. <laughs> Again, they're welcome to live around the property, just not be a part of the house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is your mansion. So you're taking any mansion anywhere. You, you could be in the Bermudas, you could be in Bahama, you could oh, be yeah, in those all sound really good. northern Alaska if you like, but no birds in your mansion. No. All righty, homemedicusa.com, and if you need more information, that's a good place to go. We will have a discussion about, among many other things, birds and bats and and pigeons, which is the next subject we're going to talk about, right? Yes. As always, Cheryl, be yourself. Only Cheryl can be Cheryl. Because I'm the only one who's qualified. (laughs) Hi, this is Julia McKay with your Natural Solutions Tip for the Day. Julie, we are going to talk about one of the most powerful oils, essential oils, which is peppermint. One of the great things about peppermint is you can rub it on your temples after you wake up in the morning for an energy boost. I don't know about you, but I sure need that every morning. Oh, I need that too. Did you also know it promotes healthy respiratory function and clear breathing? That is fabulous, but I think the best thing is you can put a drop in your mouth and help freshen your breath. I was going to say, the best (laughs) thing is good breath. No, there are so many great uses for peppermint. If you'd like to know more, one of the 100 million uses for peppermint, go ahead and email us at naturalsolutions at homemedicworld.com.